0: Everybody, and grab your Bible and a pencil and a journal and maybe even a cup of coffee and join in on our conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 12 and 17. O oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You need not to fight in this battle. Station yourself. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out to face them, for the Lord is with them.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, I am Dot's daughter, and every week we sit down together and we talk through truth and scripture, and we are finishing up our conversation on faith in this episode, and it actually ended up being my favorite conversation that we have had on faith. So we are really glad that you're here, and we would love for you to pull up a chair and join in our conversation. Hey Kara. Hey Mom. You really mixed it up there with doing the separate verses. The verses, yeah, yeah. I know we um
0: these verses actually probably are very seldom if ever used when you're talking about faith and we're ending our little uh discussion about faith yes this, um today We
1: have all the faith now Yeah we we've talked a lot about faith These verses remind me a lot of Joshua Oh I don't know it just feels like a similar like hey like stand firm like you'll see the Lord act. Like don't be afraid. Like tomorrow you'll go mm-hmm. out. The Lord is with you. Do you not be afraid. Did I already say that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. It just has like a similar tone. I mean, I know it's the same yeah. God. It's the same God, but yeah. I, while you're reading it, I was like, oh, that it reminds me of Joshua. Yeah, it, it, it is true. That, I, I agree. I can't. Well, thank you. I'm that. glad I, it's not <laughs> false. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
0: not teaching heresy here, but you know. Um, Jehoshaphat was a king of Judah, and all these kings were coming against Jehoshaphat, and he was scared
1: when you say Judah, let's back that up with this was after Israel had split into two kingdoms that's right. and so yeah. the, and, you had Israel and Judah and Judah, and Judah was the northern, which was Kingdom. the, yeah, the one that was David David's side, and Jesus, you know, comes from
0: the yeah. side of Judah. but anyway, so Jehoshaphat. It was, you know, pretty good king. He wasn't perfect
1: by any stretch yeah. of imagination. I think, it's, a matter of fact. I think it's interesting. I did one of the times when we were doing our reading throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I took note of the kings between Judah and Israel, like after the mm-hmm. kingdom split. And there's, mm-hmm. I don't remember, but if Israel, I don't even know if they had one good king. Like every king that ruled israel were evil in the sight of the lord um Mm -hmm. and judah had more i mean again they may have had like one or two but judah had more in comparison which i thought was interesting because that was something i noticed Mm it's not like even important neither here nor there but i thought it was interesting because judah is the line of david the line of jesus the Mm -hmm. line like that is and they were Mm -hmm. they lasted a little bit you know god Mm -hmm. preserved judah a little bit longer than israel in terms of like the actual land but anyway, so Jehoshaphat's one of the like good kings, I feel like of. I was just thinking about if he's one of the kings. Well, he good wasn't perfect of, because right, he did right.
0: li- align with Ahab, who was evil, but he did turn around. He would, you know, listen to correction and he, and so when he was approached, you know, then and acknowledged, you know, what he had done. He I mean, he was not perfect. No one's obviously perfect. Right. But Jehoshaphat is is pretty much known for being a good king he just wasn't perfect and he had mistakes but he did you know turn around and he didn't listen to wisdom and stuff but the reason that I, I want to talk about this is over the years when I would read through the bible and stuff I would always get to this verse in chapter 20 verse 12 and it says oh our God will you not judge them talking about the kings that were coming after him the people that were evil and uh, obviously jehoshaphat is like you know let them pay for what they've done mm-hmm. and uh, he said we are powerless before this great multitude are coming against us nor do we know what to do but our eyes are on you and i feel like with this king uh, jehoshaphat that one of the things that i am so impressed with is his humbleness of saying i don't know what to do mm-hmm. he's the king And he's been ruling over Judah, and now he's finding himself in a really hard situation. And so I find that this really is a great example of what faith is. This is the response of having faith. And and as we've talked about faith and what it is and how we're supposed to have our faith in God, not in ourselves, not even in faith, not in our circumstances— we don't have a faith issue in this world. We have a God issue. And the problem is, it's what we're putting our faith in, not do we have faith or we don't have enough faith. And so I just love the fact that Jehoshaphat said, I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, I have it underlined and starred in my Bible because clearly it's been something that I have held on to and I've no, I have prayed that so many times of like, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. Yeah, and I I think that that's part of
0: faith. I think faith is acknowledging and realizing that we have a limited ability, we're not God, and that we're putting our eyes on God. God, I'm trusting you. So when he says, My eyes are on you. What he's saying is, I'm taking my eyes off of the other kings. I'm taking my eyes off the battle. I'm taking my eyes off the situation. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to move forward, which again is faith, because faith often is our response to God's call, but often we don't know what's the next step. And so, you know, to end our little conversation today about faith, we talk about, you know, we walk by faith, we get into the... Uh, family of God by faith. We trust Jesus as our Savior by faith. We live by faith. And we pray by faith. And so I thought, you know, as we end this conversation about faith, to look at the response of, okay, God, I'm going to put my faith in you. I'm going to trust you in this situation or in any situation. And I want to, you know, I don't know what to do. So I what does my faith cause me to do? And so if you go in to chapter 20, one of the things that I love so much is as you go in, you see that Jehoshaphat immediately starts to, to pray. And then he talks to the people about seeking the Lord and putting their eyes on him. And, it, and not to be afraid, like you said, that is a lot of jo- Joshua. God told Joshua, don't be afraid, be strong you know, courageous, and he said, don't be afraid, trust God, and God will fight for us, and then they start to praise God, so there's this thing about praying and seeking God and putting our eyes on Him, realizing and humbling ourselves and saying, we don't know what to do, God, we need a God, and then they start praising God, and I think a lot of times, we just don't understand the power of praise, and how faith when our eyes are on him and our how faith and trusting God and not in ourselves. Obviously Jehoshaphat didn't because he said I don't know what to do then they immediately start to praise God. And I think that's huge.
1: Yeah. Well I think it's important to see like I have written in the margin he was afraid. So out of that fear he sought the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I do that a lot. You know, like how often when I'm afraid, like sometimes I I think we as humans can, we're afraid, so we want to come against it. Like, we want to, like, figure it out, or we want to, like, try and control it. We want to make a plan, make a plan. Mm-hmm. yeah. And not, like, not that plans are obviously bad, but it's, like, is my initial response to things good or bad? Like you said, sometimes it's, if mm-hmm. it's good, it's, but is my initial response to things that are going on around me, to seeking seeking the Lord. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not, probably depending on, you know, the day of the situation. But it reminds me, this is kind of like, a side, I don't know why this is in my brain, but it reminds me of lament in a way. And I don't know mm-hmm. why. <laughs> but <laughs> I just feel like sometimes we think of faith as like, oh, we don't fear or we don't mourn or we don't, we're not sad or we, you know, like we have to mm-hmm. like, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but it's like I have to ignore these feelings I'm feeling in order to have faith, and I, that's not what the Lord is saying. He's saying, I mean, he does say fear not, but he says fear not in like a, trust me, not saying that like ignore the fact that you're afraid because he's also acknowledging mm-hmm. like, yes, you are afraid, but you don't need to be yeah, afraid because I am con- if in control. you fear not,
0: then you're afraid.
1: Right. Obviously. And mm-hmm. and I think of lament too. It's like, you know, in a book that we have read, it says it takes greater faith to lament, you know, to go before to the God. Lord, yeah, mm-hmm. to cry out and to wail and to, you know, bring, to bring our ugliness, to bring our, you know, whatever's mm-hmm. in our heart, Um, not that everything's in our hearts ugly, but, you know, like to bring mm-hmm. that to him, it, that takes greater faith because it's like saying, hey, I'm trusting you with this fear. I'm trusting you with this emotion. I'm trusting you with this pain and letting him do something with it. You know, like that takes so much like that to me is like amazing faith. It's like, oh my gosh, you are not, that you are not, fe- like to me, that's like not impressive. If someone's like, oh, like I have no fear just because they're just acting like they don't have fear. But it's the person who's like, yeah, I'm terrified, but I am bringing this to the Lord and I'm trusting him because of, you know, he's good, he is in control, he is powerful, he is above all things, he's creator. You know, it's like in spite of the, in spite mm-hmm. of it.
0: I think that fear is human. I think there are some good fears. If a snake comes up here, I think a good fear for would be for me to use that fear and get out of the way and get away, away from the snake. I think there are some fears that are good. I think fear of not trusting God or a fear that I am carrying the weight or the responsibility of something that God does not clearly give me the authority to have and I'm trying to be God and I realize I'm not God and so I have this fear that I don't have any control of my life and I don't know what's gonna happen. I think that's kind of fear that talking about. I think fear also is just a natural response of when we realize we don't have control of our lives and and so Jehoshaphat knew these kings were coming. He knew that they were smaller. He knew that the the kings that were surrounding him was bigger, so he's he yeah, was being like of course he's God. Yeah, yeah. And, I'd be and, and terrified he's being, if I was looking at an army too. <laughs> yeah, and, and so he's and he realizes they're not capable of of you know overcoming the enemy. And I think that part of wisdom and part of faith is realizing I'm not capable of handling these things. I'm not capable of controlling my life. I'm not God. I don't know what God's doing. I don't know. What tomorrow going to hold? I don't know how to get out of this situation. I'm in a battle. I don't know how to fight in this battle. And I do believe that you do, do go in and fight. Jehoshaphat uh, said one way of fighting, and you've heard this so much, is that you fight on your knees. And that was how Jehoshaphat told the people, we're going to fight by praying, and we're going to ask God to win this battle for us. And he said, I want you to be still, and I want you to, you know, there's no need to fight, to station yourself and stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord because the Lord is going to fight for us. And I think that for us, often when we're crying out to God and we're lamenting and we're showing, God, I need you. Like there's this, you know, I'm going through this hard time and I really need you. And I think that's part of faith is saying I'm not God. So I'm putting my faith and you, God, I'm putting my eyes on you. I'm, I'm you know, definitely standing still and, let, and asking you to fight this battle for me because there's just so much that we're limited and we cannot do. And I think it's faith, not in ourselves. It's faith and not our ability to make things work out. It's not faith in, in using our resources to try to get us out of situations. But it's just saying, God, you know, I'm going to trust you. So how this verse to me shows how to express faith is that you pray, and you go and you set your eyes on God, and and you let Him take care of the situation. And to me, taking care of the situation, in my mind, is 90% of the time allowing God to determine the outcome and take care of the outcome. A lot of times we think fighting is like, you know, difference between fighting and winning a battle versus winning the war, and I think that for us, often we're trying to to win the battle, and God's trying to win the war, and He's telling us, to, you know, to be firm. But I think part of it, and that's what I want to talk about more so, is that they fell on their face, they bowed before God, they cried, they began to worship Him, and then they started to sing and they started to bring praises to Him. And I remember years and years ago, uh, and I've talked about this before, when Jack Taylor, uh, evangelist, came to the church, he did a whole thing on the power of praise. And I remember when I was going through many battles and certain battles that I thought definitely was going to take me down, and I would never um, never recover. I thought for sure I was going to lose my life as far as life enjoyment. You know, I thought I'd never be happy and, you know, just a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would talk about the power of praise. And, you know, I was thinking here, all these people started praising the Lord, and God began to step in and, and take care of the situation. Yeah. Ironically, it was like Paul and Silas, you know, was in prison, and they started praising the Lord, and the, the chain, you know, the doors opened up, and and they... You know, got free, and I really believe if there's one thing I want to say today, is to have faith and trust God and start praising Him for who He is. And you may not know how the battle is going to win. Uh, you know, well, you know you win because God always wins all of His battles. But you, you know, you don't know how it's going to play out. You don't know, you know, the journey that you're going to have to take. But when you begin to praise God, it helps you to. Get your eyes on the Lord and not your situation, not certainly not the battle. But it but it is a way of trusting him, seeing your seeking and putting your eyes on him. I have two thoughts. Mm-hmm.
1: And one thought is I'm thinking about the person where it's like, you know, like I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you and I'm trusting you. And sometimes that looks like, you know, not doing anything, but sometimes that's it's having faith to know that like doing like moving forward or doing something whatever is because sometimes I think we can get so paralyzed by that fear it's like oh I don't know how to move forward in this situation and I think that there's like a faith of like okay like I'm my eyes are on you I'm gonna move forward in this situation whatever that may mean and I'm gonna trust you with the outcome like Mm -hmm. because I think that's something that I struggle with a lot is like I can get so paralyzed sometimes by the decision or by the action part of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is in part of how to praise him is like, okay, like I'm going to trust that my eyes are on you and I'm going to trust that you are bigger than my decision. And at the end of the day, like my heart is to do what you want. Mm -hmm. And if I, I'm going to get that wrong because I'm human, but if I do get that wrong and maybe that I shouldn't have done that. And I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about like moral things, I'm talking about like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done this one little thing or whatever maybe I shouldn't have reached out or maybe I shouldn't have you know I don't know whatever Whatever. but just like trusting that God is bigger than what I Mm -hmm. am doing and I think that is like a way of honoring and praising him too is it's just it's like of just that of just sometimes I can get paralyzed in that in the inaction Mm -hmm. it's easier for me to have faith and be still sometimes. <laughs> um, because sometimes we don't know like how to move forward. But the, and the other thing I was thinking of was I have a friend who has been unemployed for a while. She has not been able to find a job. and And mm-hmm. she ended up finding a job. And it is not what she expected. She's mm-hmm. kind of miserable. She didn't realize the role is what it is. And she's not working out of her strengths and it's kind of, um, it's very like monotonous. And she would just kind of like you and I like to do the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again and working with like, da- you know, databases, it's like mm-hmm. kind of miserable for her. So anyway, but I was talking to her yesterday cause she was struggling with this where she was like feeling like, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to be thankful and like praise God and have this faith and all that. And I, I was just encouraging her. I was like, I don't think God is expecting you to praise him for being miserable. (laughs) Like, that's not, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what this looks like. I think He, you can be honest and say, I am miserable. Like, I am so thankful that you've provided me with a paycheck right now. I'm so grateful that you are still good. I'm grateful that you see me in my misery. And I'm using miserable extreme. But she is. I mean, she, like Mm -hmm. her, you know, between eight and five, she is kind of miserable. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that's it too. It's like, it's not praising God for this like pain or misery or fear or, you know, whatever. But it's, Mm -hmm. I think you can praise Him for, you know, like, yes, you have a paycheck right now and that is amazing and praise Him for that. But you can also, that doesn't mean you're ungrateful or not praising Him because you're miserable in this role because it's like, you're not operating out of how He's gifted you. And I think He sees that and knows that. And so I think that is like something that's really important to remember about the heart of God is he's not expecting us to be like, I'm so grateful that, you know, this person has passed or that I have cancer or that I'm sick or that I hate this job that I've, you know, that I'm in Mm -hmm. and I've been praying for a job or, you know, whatever. And so I think it's like those perspective shifts of like, you know, in her situation, she's like, I don't know how, I don't know how this is going to play out. You know, I don't know if they will – if this is just a temporary role in this in this company or if there's another, you know, I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. with her, but I think it's like in her situation and for a lot of our situations, it's like, okay, we don't have to pretend like we love the circumstance when we don't. Like we can praise God in the midst of it because of who he is. And I think that is what you're saying. That's what Jehoshaphat is doing. You know, like we're, we are surrounded by this ar- army, but we're going to praise God for well anyway. we're gonna
0: praise God. And and he didn't praise God for the army that was surrounding him. And what you're saying is your circumstances, you, you you're not necessarily need to praise God for your circumstances. We can know that all circumstances and all things can work together for good, but it never says all things are good. That's not what praise is. Praise right. is worshiping God. Praise isn't trying to work through your circumstances. In in reality, it's a very selfish way of thinking. Um, What is? that? When you're starting to say, you know, I want to praise God for my uh, job so that I can get out of or feel better. I want to praise God that life is falling apart. I just need to praise God for, for the fact that life's falling apart. That's not praising God. I feel like we get to a situation where we're putting all of our praise on a situation of trying to get through a situation versus trying to praise the Lord for being for who he is. And and what you're saying is we which just correct, that most people feel like if they can't praise God for everything, like a bad job or I've been sick or, you know, that I'm supposed to praise God for all these things. That's not at all what praise is.
1: I know Anyone and that's what I was praise, clarifying. You know, yeah. yeah. Because I think it was coming from a pure heart of wanting to be grateful and wanting to praise God. And her, because I think that tension she was feeling was because I think the Lord is like, you don't have to praise me for this, you know, for being miserable in this job. So it was like coming from a pure place in her heart of just not, you know, she just, she was kind of like encompassing it all versus being like, oh, Mm -hmm. I can like, I can still praise Him in the midst of this. Without loving my situation, mm, right. <laughs> um, and, and and I just want to clarify, yeah, and I just want to clarify,
0: like when you look at Psalms or you look at Revelation, which is two huge books that are about praise. And Revelation. About worship. Oh, because
1: uh-huh. yes, around the throne, around the throne, and, praising, and so
0: yeah. yes, and they're they're praising God for who He is. So when I say that Jehoshaphat when when I talk about praising God, I'm not pra- talking about praising God for our situations, which is what you're talking about. And you're saying that it's best to be true and honest and right before God. You, no one in their right mind is going to be honest and say, oh, I'm so excited that my life's falling apart. Right. That's not being true, right. It, you know, That's not being honest before God. But we can praise God for who He is. And so... When you look at David he always says you're loving you're gracious God you're uh, forever compassionate you're forgiving then he, uh, you get into revelation he says holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and who is and his to come not one time in scripture that i know about that talks about praising god for the situation even when paul and silas was in prison Obviously, they were not praising God to get out of prison, because when the jail uh, doors opened, when Paul and Silas was praising God, and the door cells opened up, they did not leave.
1: Yeah. And what you mean by that is they weren't saying, oh, God, oh, I'm so grateful that you are taking me out of prison. They are just saying, God, you are so good, just because of who you yeah. are. Because I think are, that is, are, yeah. I think that's what a lot of times we can do, too, is we almost name it and claim it in that way, where it's like, "Oh, I'm so grateful that you're going to do this." And it's like, well, "We don't know what." I mean, there are some things mm-hmm. that maybe we know God's going to be good. We know God is going to, yeah. you know, be there's some and kind. things that, yeah, mm-hmm. we can be sure of that He's going to do. But yeah, we sometimes we don't know how He's going to act. You know, like Paul and Silas didn't know that, like you're saying, they didn't know they're going to be free from prison, the, right? Yeah, because when the yeah, like you said, like when they opened the door. They were like, wait. They
0: didn't even leave. So yeah. if they were really saying, God, I'm just going to praise you for you to open these doors, and I'm so thankful that I'm in prison because I know you're going to get me out, then when the doors open, they would have been ready to go. But right. they didn't. They are like, we're not going. So, there, so when we talk about praise and worship in a way of faith in setting our eyes on God— and trusting God, it's not about changing our circumstances. It's about who God is. And so there's something that reminds us that no matter what we're going through, when I have my heart, my eyes set on God, and I begin to praise Him, like, God, I know that you're good. I know that you do not withhold what is best for your children. I know that you're kind and you're loving. I know that you're not a God that wants to condemn, but to forgive. And you start thinking and and praising God for who He is and for the things that uh, His characteristics, like He's just and He's merciful and He's kind. And He does not do anything that is unkind. He doesn't do anything that is not out of love, because that's who He is. So when you put your eyes on that and stuff, then that's where your faith begins to grow because my faith is in who God is. And when I set my eyes on him and I begin to worship him and praise him for who he is, then my faith is strengthened. If my faith is in the ability and a desire to want my life to change, then you know, if it doesn't, my faith is weakened. if my situation doesn't change, or if it's not the way that I life isn't going the way that I think it should, then my faith is weakened. It's it's all of a sudden, we're like, you know, God, I trusted you with this, and you didn't come through. But if my faith is in the characteristics and the character and the attributes of who the heart God, of God is, yeah. and the heart of God, then then when we're in these struggles and we're in these hard times... That your faith is strengthened,
1: well, I think it's the fine line that the enemy can come in, and our faith can be in our prayers. Our faith can be mm-hmm. in our praise. Our faith can be in our spiritual slash religious acts mm-hmm. and not in the character of God, because I think it is right. such a fine line, and I think it's a constant just like evaluation of your heart because praise de- praise can change the situation. I mean, that was Paul and Silas. I mean, the mm-hmm. because of their praise God like the it, yeah. Not because of their praise, but they were praising because I do think that I think it changes just like prayer changes things. I think praise can change Mm -hmm. things because it is God who changes it, not because of our faith or in the prayer or in our faith in the praise or our ability to praise or our ability to pray or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. So I think like that's such a fine line. Like it's just constantly for us to keep our motivations in check and just be aware of like, okay, am I? Am I doing this to try to like manipulate the situation? Like, oh, am I mm-hmm. like you're saying, Like, am I going to just, am I praising God because I'm just trying to, even though we can't manipulate him, but we can tell ourselves like, oh, just trying to manipulate God in the situation. And I think even being that honest with God of like, okay, my heart is in a place where I'm wanting you to change this. And I'm not focusing on who you are. So help me to focus on who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think, like I I always think of that him, like our hearts are prone to wander. Like, and he has Mm -hmm. grace and he knows that. And so there's no condemnation there. But I think it's such an easy thing for the enemy to like just make that slight shift of perspective of we can so easily put our faith in our praise Mm -hmm. or put our faith in our prayer or put our faith in Bible reading or, you know, whatever. And of course those things are good, but it's like making the shift of, okay, help me to like praise you for who you Mm -hmm. are.
0: And I, I think a lot of people put their faith in prayer. They think if I pray, which is what you're talking about, and that, you know, as you said, prayer is powerful and prayer does cause God to act but it's God that's acting, and it's God that's powerful. Right. It's like it's and his. So, yeah, he's in it's control him, of that, it's, not us yeah. in
1: control of trying to whatever. Use yeah. prayer
0: as a weapon to get God to do what I want to yeah. do. And the same thing as faith. Faith isn't a weapon to try to get God to do what I want him to do. Praise is not a weapon to try to get God to do what I want him to do. God's going to do what's. Best, God's going to work out of his character of who he is and out of his characteristics, out of his heart. God is going to do what is best for us every single time. And so, when I am putting my focus on him and putting my eyes on him, and I'm you know literally dependent 100%. Jehoshaphat just was so dependent on God, he knew mm-hmm. that if God did not come through, he was done. Mm-hmm. And so all of his faith was in the power and the strength of God. He said, mm-hmm. God, will you not take over them? Will you not, you know, win this battle? And he tells the people, be strong, station yourself. God was going to win this. So he's looking at the characteristics of God and the fact that God was strong and powerful. And and, and that's where they began to praise him and begin to worship God for who he is. And I think so often we are using praise, prayer, and even, you know, Bible reading, like you said, all of these things as a manipulation to say, God, I don't like where my life is. I think you need to change it because I certainly tried everything and I can't change it. And so I'm going to ask you to do it. And so I'm going to pray and I'm going to fast I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to go to church every time. And all of those things are biblical things you should do. But it is to get you to know and to get you to to be able to enter into the presence. Prayer is about enter into the presence with God. Bible reading is to hear His Word. You know, going to church is about being with God's people. So all of these things are things that help us understand and know the characteristics and their attributes and helps us to know who
1: God is, yes, yeah, I think it's remembering all throughout scripture we know that God is a jealous God. and mm-hmm. and what he means by that is he wants us to know Him. Mm-hmm. and so he right. is he is after our hearts and our affection in that way, and mm-hmm. because he knows that's what's best for us. And so I think, like even looking at Jehoshaphat, you know, it says when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men. Mm-hmm. and I think it's important to like, God wants to, that's the heart of God. He wants to do good. He wants to, but I think he also wants us to know it was him so that Mm -hmm. we don't say like, oh, because I, because I praise God, like, you know, Uh, that puts the power back in our hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, because I prayed, God did this. And it's like, well, no, God did it because God's a good God. And I think it's just remembering like, God wants to show us who he is. Like he wants mm-hmm. to, to show us his power. I'm preaching to the choir on this. It's like, God wants to show us what he can do. He wants to show us his love. He wants to show us his power and his mercy and his great, you know, all the things that he is. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, that's the reason behind it. If there's, if I can be as that bold to say that it's like, it's for that purpose. Like, you know, it's Jehoshaphat because in his situation, because his heart was in that position of like you said like the, god has to do this and he wasn't putting mm-hmm. his faith in his own praise or, or in his anything. own prayer mm-hmm. or anything anything other than the lord and when they began to sing and praise the lord set an amb- ambush and mm-hmm. at the end of it they you know were like this is this is because god did it and that's what god mm-hmm. wants like that gives him the glory because it's and i think that's where it's like he's after his glory as well and wanting to show us his glory I think that prayer, Kara,
0: you know, there is scripture that says you have not because you have asked, you know, you haven't asked and things like that. I think God has allowed us to enter into the presence of, of a holy God through Jesus's blood and through, you know, forgiveness of sin and his righteousness. And we can go in before a holy God and we can talk to him about everything, which is what we were talking about before, being honest and transparent. And this is my desires and this is my request that I be, you know, that I'm going to make. And I think through prayer and talking to God about it strengthens our faith because we know that we're talking and having a conversation like you and I are having, or and whoever's you know, in on this conversation, they're, you know, able to hear what you know, what we're saying, but because we're having a conversation, it is causing a relationship. And so even though we say, well, it's God that changes things. It's God that moves the mountains. It's not the prayer that moves the mountain. It's the God that moves the mountains. Mm-hmm. And, but it's those, as you said earlier about God wants us to know Him. So as we're keeping our eyes on Him and we're talking to God about it, then when God moves and God does something, or whether He doesn't even do it, you know that you've been able to have this relationship with God that at least you were able to talk to him about it mm-hmm. and I think that you know we should pray I'm not saying that we shouldn't praise and prayer you know and ask anything I do believe
1: that God wants us to ask and I do of course. believe well, that I think it's like yeah it's like you said it's the relational part of it like that's mm-hmm. the that's the point he wants a relationship yeah. yeah
0: and and you know like there are some things that happened you know, all the time, like you'll say something and I'm like, oh, I prayed for that.
1: and so Yeah, it's kinda, it strengthens uh, our faith. Yeah. Yes, or like, absolutely. I mean, yeah, just last week I had someone on my mind and I reached and I was like, I, I could be totally off, but I just felt like the Lord wanted me to reach mm-hmm. out and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they were in a place where they were like, I needed someone to reach out to, to me. That, yeah. yeah. Or I need to hear that. And it strengthened mm-hmm. my faith and it yeah, I think it's just like that verse that you read. It's like we don't know what to do. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. like we don't know what to pray for, or maybe no. we don't even know what to praise you for. And that was kind of mm-hmm. where my friend was at with her job, is like she was like, I don't know how to praise like I want to. I, I want to be mm-hmm. thankful. I want to be have a heart of gratitude and praise him, but I don't, you know, I don't know how. So I think that's like a constant prayer of like, I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. or I don't know how to do this but my eyes are on you. My heart is towards you. Right. Yeah, That's what really got
0: my heart. It's like, I can so relate. I mean, if there's one thing I could relate to with Jehoshaphat, it would be, you know, I don't know what to do. This really looks bad around here. <laughs> you know, this is, yeah. I mean, I'm really having a problem here. And, but he didn't stay there. He didn't just stay like, oh, whoa, it's me. He's like, but God, you know, what to do. And, and, you know, with your friend, you know, that's got this job and, you know how do I praise God with this? For me, I would say you praise God for the strength to endure. You say, mm-hmm. God, I know that you've given me the strength yeah. to endure this, and you're going to be with me. I'm not alone. Uh, you know, I don't like this, but you know what, God, I know that I'm not in this job alone, and I'm not here alone, and I'm, I've got your power within me, and. I can overcome this. I don't mm-hmm. have to have this to go away for me to enjoy life because you are my life. And this job doesn't define me. And this, you know, situation that I, you know, what I thought was going to be is, is not what it is. But that didn't define me. God, you give me life and you give me joy and you give me mm-hmm. peace and contentment. And I can have that no matter what it is. And, you know, we've heard it about, th- you know, we've talked about this a thousand times, God never, you know, He didn't remove the Red Sea. He just split it open so that they could walk through. And, and mm-hmm. often we find ourselves. And I think yeah. that that's how you praise the that's Lord. True. You I'll praise i have her listen to this episode. That. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, to me, that's, that's how yeah, you no, praise that's a good, God. I,
1: Yeah. That's better than what I said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I think that when our faith will always be tested, always. In Scripture, you'll never see anyone that professes to have faith that is not tested. You can count on it. Your faith is going to be tested just like a muscle has to be stretched and has to be worked out to get stronger. And so our faith in who God is will be tested. And what will come out of that testing will come from a direct emphasis on how well you know who God is. And what I mean by that is the way that you get through these battles and the way that you handle the situations going that you may find yourself that you don't want to be in, the way that you will win in this battle and being able to, you know, endure will be a direct impact on how well you know who God is. And so when you begin to Praise and worship God, you've got to know who He is, which is what you said earlier. Like, they God wants us to know Him. And you know how many times God would say, Be still, because God's about to work, God's about to do something, and He's going to do something you've never seen before. Or He's going to say, Be still and watch the power of God, or Be still and watch the glory of God, or Be still and watch the power of God. And I think that that's Where our faith is, is in the character of God. And what I wanted to say is that when we're having a faith challenge, our faith is being tested, we have to sometimes just say, you know what, God, I know that you're good. And right now, I don't see anything good coming out of this situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to trust you Mm -hmm. to give me the strength to endure, and I'm going to know that you're never forsake me and you'll never leave me and that you've given me the power to withstand and you're a good God and I live in a bad world and I'm going to be disappointed with people. I'm going to be disappointed with situations and circumstances, but you are a good God. And how many times I cannot tell you how many times I have to remind myself, God, you're good. I know that you hear my prayers. I know that you care and I know that you want what's best. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you're going to change this situation. And I don't really know if you will. But I know that I will look back one day and say, I'm so glad that whatever circumstances came out, that I'm so well, glad that it stayed or it I think ch- you'll didn't be, change.
1: Yeah, I think you'll be glad that you trusted him. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. I've never,
0: and I've said this so many times, Karen, I've never looked back on my life and regretted trusting God. My regrets are always been as I tried to trust myself or somebody else or my circumstances.
1: Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website Dot Bowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.